Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Matter of fact, it's hard. Usually we just brush it off. We say things like, I don't know, I lost my mojo or I just had a really long day at work. Just not feeling it. But with Roman, it's easy to talk about. You get to talk to a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication in a simple, safe, and totally discreet manner. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Getting started, very simple. Go to GetRoman.com Rainbow and complete an online visit. ED used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com Rainbow today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com Rainbow. Welcome to the Rainbow Skyline Podcast on The Athletics. Nice pass, Yoke! Okay. Not in my house. And I told him, listen, if you see me around Denver, Colorado, anywhere, it's all about the Nuggets right now. Rainbow. The Rainbow. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rainbow Skyline Podcast. I'm Dave DeFore. Kendra Andrews is here. I think she's contractually obligated to be here. <laughs> Pretty much anyway. the only reason. I was going to say, I don't know. I don't know. This morning. I mean, I'm a ooh. little tired. I'm tired. I'm not going to lie to you. But my my postseason fatigue is setting in a little bit. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, listen, we're here again. The Nuggets are down three one. But this one feels different. The series has been really, really close. But it, it's pretty obvious that the Lakers are are a much better team than Utah and the Clippers. And I, I'd argue they're much better than than the Nuggets. And the Nuggets have kind of been punching above their weight class to a degree in, in this series. I, I would agree with that. You know, I think especially with the Lakers having seen what the Nuggets have done to first Utah and then especially the Clippers, who I think we all thought, including the Lakers, that's who they would be facing in these conference finals. I think when, when they saw that – they were like, okay, and now that they're in that same situation, they're not going to let the Nuggets have it easy. I think they're going to want to close it out next game and give them everything that they have. And it's 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 just a different it's a different feeling to this this three one deficit, as you said. You know, they have been punching back against the Lakers, but everything has been really hard. A couple times in those Clippers series, I'm not going to say it was easy. But the Clippers made it a little bit easier for them, right? I think. And I just don't see the Lakers doing that, especially in this situation where they're one win away from the NBA Finals. Well, the Lakers don't collapse. Right. You know, and and it it helps that they have adult playmakers. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, guys you can trust. They've got LeBron James, the greatest playmaker of all time. And they've got Rajon Rondo, who is no slouch. And when you have two guys who can share the load down the stretch, it's incredible. And, oh, yeah, they also have Anthony Davis, who is one of the four or five best players in the league. So, I mean, they're really good. And you just – I think if you're the Nuggets, you you tip your cap and you say, look, we know coming into this we're giving them our best shot. They have. The Nuggets have have played really well. I mean, they had a chance in this one down the stretch. Um, The Lakers just – 
beat them on the margins in this game. And it started right away on the glass. Uh, they they had that piss-poor rebounding performance in game three. They started Dwight in game four. And, I mean, he wound up with six offensive rebounds in this game. I mean, Dwight Howard just injected the Lakers with that extra boost of uh, energy that they needed. And it was interesting. Jamal Murray said this after the game the other night. He said, you know, how many bigs do the Lakers have, right? They have Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee. They have Anthony Davis. They have all these big guys. So when they go to the hoop, they're not worried about picking up fouls because they know that they're going to have another big to come off the bench who can fill in if someone gets into foul trouble. So they they don't care about being physical. They don't care about giving bodying someone to get that rebound. And that's not the Nuggets case. And Nikola Jokic even admitted, yeah, sometimes I am a bit concerned about getting too physical in the paint going up for a rebound because I don't want to pick up a foul because we don't have that depth at that size. And I mean, the the glass, I think, is where the Nuggets lost the game last night. 25 second chance points for the Lakers. And they out-rebounded them. I believe it was, you can correct me if I'm wrong, like 40 to, to 31 or 43 to 31 or something. 41 to 33. Yeah. Go. I mean, and, and and the total rebounds, you know, is whatever. It's the 12 to 6 on the offensive Offense, glass. exactly. That's, that's, they can't let that happen. You know, those second chance points is could have been, the 25 points that they got in second chance points. If you took away the 25 points, the nuggets would have won the game because like right. you said, it was a close game. Well, there's an argument to be made that the nuggets outplayed them in this game everywhere, but the glass, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, that's basketball. You have to win at every single level or at least keep it close. And, and you know, the Lakers kept it close enough at, at everything else and then just dominated them on the glass. Look, it was a hell of a game for the, for the Lakers. I, I mean, that was a that was about as tough of a win as they've had in the entire playoffs. And I think that is a testament to the team's toughness in general. And, you know, clearly the Nuggets are also a pretty tough team. Like, we've seen that all playoffs. But, you know, the Lake, this Lakers team is a blue-collar team. They won this game on the glass with guys like Dwight contributing. Um, I mean, Rondo was getting in the mix on the glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, LeBron is always rebounding his position. And Anthony Davis, despite not snagging rebounds himself, he draws bodies. So other guys get more rebounds. So, I mean, they're – look, the Lakers are really good. I think the fact that Anthony Davis didn't get any rebounds – just accentuates the point of how, like for the Nuggets, how do you let that happen, right? Like Anthony Mm -hmm. Davis is one of the big, if not the biggest guy on the floor. He didn't grab any. Well, he draws attention, right? He he does. Yeah. He's opening up stuff for other people. And, and, you know, again, just a masterful job on the glass for them. Um, You know, and the Nuggets just weren't as good. Mm Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Uh, you know, Jokic was was okay on the glass. Michael Porter did a great job when he came off the bench. But, you know, you got to get more from guys like Jeremy Grant. It's just two rebounds not enough from him. No. that's That's been an issue for them this entire series, you know. And that could be another make-or-break thing for the Nuggets heading into these must so, – sorry for the dogs. They have a lot to say on this, too. That's okay. But, they, they, you know, when it comes to these three must-win games, right, like – Last night, 
the only two guys from the Nuggets bench that showed up were Monte Morris and and Jeremy Grant had had well he's a starter now so he'd get I still think of it as a bench player sometimes but Monte Morris and Michael Porter Jr. guys like Paul Millsap Mason Plumlee those guys they have I think they last night they combined for this series they are combining for 28 percent shooting or something like that like that is not going to get this done when the Lakers again have just so much depth. If the Nuggets bench could match that of the Lakers and win those bench minutes when Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray are resting because they need some rest, they've been playing insane minutes, they need to be able to at least just maintain a close margin and not give it up. Yeah. Well, Millsap is is really interesting. So he only played 17 minutes last night. He was plus eight, you know, single game plus minus is whatever. Five Five thousand seventeen minutes, but it almost felt like Mike Malone was trying to get him to conserve energy for late in the game. And I mean, he's done a pretty good job guarding Anthony Davis. He's the only person that has. I still would like to see him as the backup five, and just get rid of those plumbly minutes, please. Like, just do me that favor. And I think he's been okay. Like, he hasn't been as awful as as I will joke about on the internet. But he, you know, fourteen minutes is too much plumbly. It just is like he needs to be able to just spell Jokic for a stretch here and there. But when AD is at the five, please just play Millsap on him. And the the Nuggets have shown that they can go with with a lineup of Grant and Millsap at the four and five position, and it can be successful. It happened in the regular season, and I believe that they actually played that a bit against the Lakers during you know early on and it and it worked a bit so it's definitely an option for them to get rid of some of those plumbly minutes but still give Jokic a break they did it some they did it some down the stretch in, mm-hmm. in game four and it was it was effective but again uh down three one Lakers have all of the control in this series but the Nuggets have shown to be extremely resilient in particular when their back is against the wall and it's funny because when their back gets against the wall, they just play like they have nothing to lose. And that is a kind of an advantageous position for a creative basketball team. Because if they lose, okay, well, you're supposed to. But when you win, that's when we start seeing the real the confidence start coming out in this team. Um, what kind of chances are, are we giving them? I'm not giving them much of a chance. I, I think it's over <laughs> in the next game. I'm I'm not giving them much of a chance either. I think they could possibly push it to six games. I will give them that chance. As for the series, as I said before, you know, the Lakers know what can happen when this team gets rolling coming back from down 3-1, and they're just not going to let that happen. I think I, I agree with you that I think the Lakers are going to win the next game and the series will be over. But would I be completely surprised and taken off guard if the Nuggets won that game five No, I wouldn't. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with the rest of the show. Hi, I'm the Athletics' Joe Posnanski uh, for Indochino. You know, finding clothes that fit you just right can be incredibly challenging, especially for somebody like me who has uh, a body type I would call um, dumpy. It's tough to find anything that fits right. You know, I'm not really a large. I'm not really an extra large. I'm not really a double extra large. I'm not really anything. So it's obviously, it's fantastic. You go to Indochino, they have you uh, go through this entire fitting process where you give them 
basically every single bit of information that you have about yourself. Uh, you have every measurement you have, uh, who your favorite beetle is, uh, you know, what, what, uh, you believe about the infield fly rule. And, uh, and then you come out and, and they're, they're going to send you, uh, clothes that are, uh, that fit you really better than anything you could possibly get in the store. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, with Indochino, you get custom fitted suits, coats, casual wear, uh, at surprisingly affordable prices. Customize everything from the fabric and lining to the lapel shape and a monogram if you're a monogram kind of person. Uh, if you're getting married, Indochino is a no-brainer for you and your groomsmen. Forget about the off-the-rack suits that don't fit different body types. Indochino gives everyone a tailored fit. Visit one of the Indochino showrooms across North America or book a virtual appointment and shop online at Indochino.com. And right now, you'll get $30 off any purchase of $3.99 or more when you enter the code JOE at checkout. Look at that, JOE. It's for me. JOE at checkout. That's super easy to remember. You go to Indochino.com, and the promo code is JOE. Week two of football is in the books, and now it's time to look at the tape and get ready for week three. First of all, I can't be the only one watching film for fantasy football. Good to know that our friends at DraftKings know that. There's no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of Week 3, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. They are giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. That's a pretty good deal. Don't worry if football isn't for you. DraftKings is giving MMA fans the same great offer to use for this weekend's UFC 253. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it very easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code RAINBOW when you sign up and you can get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week three, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code RAINBOW during sign-up. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Need more Michael Porter, I think. I, I, I agree. maybe it might be time to start him. And, and I mean, I've been saying this for for a few weeks now, yeah. but they just need that. They need his scoring, and they need it early because they, the, the, they have this tendency early on in games. The Nuggets, you know, uh, when I'm looking at the the shot data, they allow opposing teams in the first quarter to get off to hot starts. Mm-hmm. They shoot extremely well against them early on, and the Lakers. They tend to come out of the gate stepping on the gas defensively. The Nuggets are the opposite. And then what happens is the Lakers can build up a lead, and then they let their foot off the gas for the second and third. We kind of saw this last night to a certain degree with the Nuggets, you know, eking out victories in the second and third quarters. But 
I, I just think that losing the first quarter by seven points, I mean, a six-point difference in the game, losing the first quarter by seven points was almost a death knell for the Nuggets just because of how the Lakers defend. Yeah. I mean, I think it could be really advantageous for them to put more of an emphasis earlier in, as you were saying, because I think game three was the first time in seven games that the Nuggets weren't trailing at halftime. And they didn't have to work their way back up. They just had to maintain that lead. And that I think that really helps them. And so if they put Michael Porter, and they've been putting Michael Porter Jr. in earlier and earlier and earlier each game. So might as well just start him if you're putting him in just five minutes in the game, right? So I think that getting that early scoring, getting that early shooting, spreading the floor a little bit more and making that Lakers defense have to actually respect all of the shooters on the floor. And that's not supposed to be a dig at anyone, but it's just kind of a fact. It is a dig. <laughs> I mean, it's just true, right? Like it's, you can't play zeros on offense against a team that's not going to guard those guys. Right. So it's just going to make it harder for, for Jamal and for Grant ex- and for Jokic. Exactly. They're going to yeah. be throwing doubles at all those guys super early and leaving the one guy out in the corner, but they're like, he's not going to hit the shot. But if you put Michael Porter Jr., they know, I mean, he's hit two knockdown shots with LeBron James hand in his face. They know that he can do that and they res- they have to respect that. Um, so it definitely could be a change. I, you know, Michael Malone has, I don't, I don't know if he's going to make a change to the starting lineup. I mean, it, this is the time to do it, but at the same time, he hasn't done it in the past two series because I think when he made that starting lineup change against Utah, it was before they were down three. What? And that was in like game three or something that he made that change. Yeah, I don't think he's going to do it either, but I'd like to see more Michael Porter. He just gives them uh, a higher variance on on offense, you know, and I thought in game four, you know, there were a couple of shots there where he hits the pump fake, rhythm dribble, step over, takes the three. Like he's showing a lot more patience, right? Like he's not just out there gunning, made a nice pass and transition to, to Jeremy Grant that I did not anticipate him throwing. <laughs> I thought for sure he was taking it to the basket. So, you know, I mean, th- we're seeing growth out of that guy, which is important looking forward. But, you know, we, we did a whole thing on Nurder this week about the future being now. Like, there's so mm-hmm. much thought, and, and in particular discourse in, in basketball media about what does this look like down the line? But the truth is, like, down the line is now for the Nuggets. And, you know, they they had a chance to make the finals and now maybe have squandered it. Maybe not a realistic chance because the Lakers are a better team, but they have potentially squandered it through these little micro decisions like favoring uh, theoretical defense for actual offense, Mm -hmm. right? Like the theoretical defense of Millsap and Plumlee and whoever else has taken minutes for Michael Porter Jr. does not equal the reality that Michael Porter Jr.'s offense exists. Like it is a thing that is tangible and you can see it. And I'll be honest with you, even his defensive stuff is better than what you see because there's a little bit of the James Harden thing happening where the big mistakes get pointed out very loudly. But the times that he makes nice plays, nobody mentions it. He had a really great steal last night, like just being in the way, get his hands up and and has a deflection causing a steal. And I'm I'm willing to say he's not going to be an awful defender forever. And right now he's awful. But he's not as bad as as his detractors say. I mean, uh, again, 
context and nuance, not really a thing, you know, uh, on the internet or necessarily in media, but he definitely needs to play more. So, uh, as we wrap up here, uh, game five is going to be Saturday night. We could be starting the finals Tuesday if if they lose this game. Are the Nuggets going to win game five? Are they going to come back from three, one? They won't come back from three, (laughs) one. Right. I I just if they do I I I don't I know what I if remember. they do if they do I don't understand anything anymore right I don't I, and and honestly the bubble is weird it could happen it I mean it 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 could that would be absolutely insane but I no realistically I don't think they they're going to win three come back from three one again I don't think they are going to win game five. As we said, you know, like, I just think that the Lakers, they, they, they want the couple days break, like rest that they could get, right? They want to put them away. They're not going to mess around. Again, like I said, if the Nuggets do win game five, I won't be shocked, but I am, I am going to say it's going to be Lakers in five. Yeah. I think the Lakers are going to pull that off. I mean, LeBron's going to be in closer mode and he's a closer. Right. Like you don't win titles unless you're a closer and he's a closer. And, and I think that they'll close it out. He, he knows better than to take this team lightly, as we've seen in this mm-hmm. series. I, I think the, the most. Maybe the most respect that the Nuggets could have gotten is the way LeBron. I mean, last night t- trying to take the defensive assignment, even though I thought it was a, a bad idea for him because he's so strong as a help defender. I even said attack LeBron, meaning mm-hmm. go at LeBron because you're pulling him away from the help. You're going to make it easier for those other guys. Like you, it basically makes Jamal have to make a play for somebody else, but you pull LeBron and hopefully AD into the play so that they're not the ones rotating out, putting pressure on the ball or getting to the rim, right? Both you've got two guys who protect the rim at an extremely high level. And so by putting them in the action, you you take them away from that, but that being said, LeBron did a pretty good job last night um, when he when he did get switched on to Jamal Murray. Uh, but it's the most respect the Nuggets have ever gotten when when the second greatest player or whatever of all time treats you the way that he has in this series. There's been no coasting. Um, he looks a little tired, but uh, that I mean, he's thirty six years <laughs> old almost, and I, like I'll give him I'll cut him a little bit of slack, but. He has paid them quite a bit of compliment just by the way he's approached the series. I mean, him and Anthony Davis have been on their A games, really trying to get get it done and, and not to, to say that it's easy, but to get it done because they know that this team is dangerous. I mean, this, this series, <laughs> it, I think they've scored the exact same amount of points as each other through through four games. So uh, it, it's pretty close. But yeah, I think it's I think it's over. I think the the Lakers can close it out in five. Uh, We'll be back next week where we'll either be talking about (laughs) uh, game six or game seven, or, you know, maybe, maybe we're talking about the Lakers making the finals and uh, looking ahead to the Nuggets off season for Kendra Andrews. I'm Dave DeFore, and this is the rainbow skyline podcast. 